Hey, I won't bug you too much. There are a few ways you can support the Brad and Brit cast. One of them is to shop at our Amazon store. That's shop.bradandbrit.com. Many of you have been doing this, and we certainly appreciate it. Doesn't change the price of the stuff you're buying at shop.bradandbrit.com. You can donate via PayPal. That's at Brad and Brit. On Venmo, it's BBCast. And on Cash App, it's BDUB336, BDUB336. And another great way to support us is to give us a five-star review, whether it's on Apple Podcasts or Google Podcasts or Stitcher or Spotify, wherever. Just give us a five-star review. Brad and Brit, Brad and Brit, the perfect combination of brawn and wit. Politics, sports, and trending shit. Let's tune in to Brad and Brit. It is the Brad and Brit cast. It's our second one for those of you who count, and I know you do, this week. Thank you. All right, let's get right to it. Let's get right to it. Yeah. Um, uh, and, and, you know, there, there are actually a lot of different directions we can go, but I think we can put two people next to each other on the highway going in the same direction, just in different lanes. They would be uh, former coach John Gruden of the Raiders and current lieutenant governor Mark Robinson of mm-hmm. North Carolina, who, um, uh, as as you know, He's getting the national pub, baby. He's wow. getting it because he's speaking his mind. Right. 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 You want to go with Gruden or Robinson first? Oh, let's do Robinson because he seems to be uh he seems to be in a more solid spot. I don't think he's going to lose his job anytime soon. It doesn't seem like. <laughs> well, I wouldn't I would no, hey, hey Britt, how are you gonna move him out? <laughs> You see what I did there? You got I guess this I, guy has to be extremely careful when it yeah. comes to when it comes to uh, catching the COVID because I believe there might be some comorbidities involved if anything happens there. He's got to be real careful. Oh, by the that's a fantastic question. Yeah, that is something that, that of course that has nothing to do with the the uh, reality of the news and the stories and the the, the crap that he is throwing out there vaccinations because here's the guy who is off the charts right wing fuck face separated almost from the rest of the republican party in north carolina he's that bad because the party is that bad but they want nothing to do with him you can tell he's out there on his own and and by the way my guess is they didn't want to have anything to do with him before and i can't figure out why that might be but okay but also, there's some rest. I mean, it's it's barely at arm's length. It's not like the stuff that he's saying is so out of step with the Republican Party. But you'll you'll notice you'll notice uh, no one on the Republican side is jumping in to defend him. No one has anything to say. This is the North Carolina version of the uh, senators and Congress people in Washington who, when Trump says or does something idiotic, it, they've never. They didn't read the tweet. They don't right. know the story. They were busy it. in a meeting. They, they have know. no comment, or they just keep walking and pretend that they had temporary deafness and didn't hear the question. So that's the Republican Party in North Carolina regarding uh, Mark Robinson, the uh, the lieutenant governor, who, by the way, on Tuesday afternoon says he's going to hold a press conference. There's been an earlier one by Democrats all over this state who, of course, immediately they go nuclear and say he should resign. Mm. And, and, and can I just say something? I, I love you. But don't play that card right off the top, okay? 
It never hold, works. Hold on. No, to that no one, no, no politicians ever resign at the moment of anything. Ralph Northam did not resign in Virginia. And by the way, he has completely vindicated himself over the years. I don't expect that out of Mark Robinson, uh, Ralph Northam for the blackface during yeah. medical school or something why of that was, sort. From why Virginia. wasn't John Gruden given that opportunity to vindicate himself like Ralph Northam was? Well, this is the funny thing. When the story first came out, and I, I think we have permission to just jump around back and forth yeah, here, right? We have to. We have on, to. on the John Gruden story, it broke on Friday in the yeah. Wall Street journal and at that point the only thing we were aware of is that john gruden wrote this uh email about uh demoris smith yeah. the head of the nfl players association what was it eight or ten years ago and uh said he was a complete fucking moron and had lips the size of michelin tires now of course there's so many things wrong with that number one tires come in a lot of different sizes you know when you go to the <laughs> that is the problem i'm glad you've nailed that yeah right <laughs> <laughs> did you did, did you hear his initial wiggle yes, to try to get out yes, of that? Go ahead, yes. go ahead, go ahead. He said that he's always considered people who lie to have rubber lips, and there's no evidence of yeah. that, and that's stupid. And John, stop digging, and you're nuts, and get uh, out of my face. Uh, so, if he would have been 100% sincere, apologetic, and said. I was an idiot. I was wrong. I should have never done that. That's not me. I don't believe that. I have worked with uh, uh, black folks for 40 years. They will testify. But okay, if he would have said that then, that might have been able, uh, maybe he could have uh, saved it. I don't know. But don't the weekend so. goes weekend goes by. Then the New York Times, those jackal pack lefties from New York dig into the story. And uh, they find it's not just that. It's it's years and years and years and thousands you of emails. You can't, you can't find a group that he didn't tag. I mean, I'm, I'm sure the anti-Semitic stuff was coming. <laughs> Every, it, Maybe it, it just was, hasn't been found yet. Yeah, it just yeah, hasn't been found. That, that yeah. must have been coming. So it was, it was misogynistic. He calls uh, Roger Goodell the F word, a slur for gay people. The N word was not actually used, but it, and then. Last night, the story, of course, is that John. Gruden, you mean you mean faggot and nigger? <laughs> those two, those two words. I, yeah. I, I wanted to break the ice for you, Britt, because because yeah, I know you're you're afraid to say those words. Thank you, shock jock, for saying those words. We were, we're not really on the radio. We're not trying that. to get ratings. I'm just saying, <laughs> good, it good just doesn't make sense shock. for us to say n word and f word at this. Point. Well, I I don't like those words, even if you're illustrating what someone else is saying. But yes, he uh, resigned last night. I suppose we're saying that it was a resignation. I wish that uh, Mark Davis had been given, given the opportunity to fire him, but he is no longer with us, uh, John Gruden, after some ugly, ugly emails that disqualified him as a coach for the National Football League. I was getting a, <laughs> disqualified a, him as a citizen. <laughs> I was uh, getting, of course, yeah. a lot of messages. People know that the Raiders have been my team for nigh on 40 some odd years. Yeah, Britt, Britt, uh, let's do it like a politician. Britt, do you denounce what John Gruden said? <laughs> we haven't heard a word from you. Why, are you, do, why are you so silent? Why I, you, think, <laughs> I think he could have he could have he could have waited this out. They could have, it was come on. Yeah. The, the real surprise he wasn't there on January the sixth trying to kill Mike Pence. I'm I'm surprised that he hasn't shown up at MAGA rallies. All right, well, Holy now, shit. Here, here's here's a procedural question though. Why didn't Mark Davis, the owner of the Raiders, Fire him on Friday. He let him 
coach uh, on Sunday. That's and the Mark question. Davis and, knew, and Mark be... Davis knew that there was other stuff that was about to hit the fan too, and he yeah. let it go through. That's going to be the, the um, you know, that's going to be the the real criticism there. Uh, obviously, is that he should have just really? tossed him, and he, and he obviously, and and now that you go back in time and you see how the Raiders played on Sunday, he lost the team. It looked like he lost the team anyway. I, mean, I don't, I don't know who's left to go. Man, I can really trust and get behind this guy and go out and try to kill myself for this dude. So, right. uh, yeah, it's, it's. I mean, it's, it's over. There's no defense. The only defense, I guess, is being offered by those tiny dick white guys over on Barstool or something like that. Maybe some of the people at Fox have turned him into a martyr of some sort. But there's well, no I think defense. you're, 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 you are bringing up the, uh, the next little elephant that's about to enter the room here. Yeah. Uh, which is uh, just when you think something is 100% indefensible. Yeah. Oh, believe me, someone will come along to defend this of as course. the uh, latest example of cancel culture. It's so stupid. Uh, prejudice against white males because what about blah, 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 blah. Um, yeah, they're they're going to dig up. They'll probably dig up some email that Mike Tomlin, the black coach of the Steelers. What about yeah. he said this? You know, exactly. it's, it's, it's just idiotic. It's just stupid. Just stop. Just stop with what you're doing. It's, right. Yeah, I mean, this yeah. was a, a huge error. <laughs> Having this guy back as coach, he doesn't. He can't coach human beings in the National Football well, just, League. But and just I've think always, how how horrendous it was. You know, th these were written while he was doing yeah. the Monday Night Football games at the yeah. beginning, and then 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 later on when he was doing other kind of broadcasting for for ESPN. So at the same time, he was on TV, probably saying "quote unquote" the right things. After all, he was working at ESPN. America's most politically correct network, as you know, for a lot of reasons. And you know what? Most of what they do, I think, is right, because politically correct very often is right. But, but they okay. get, but they get no credit for it. They get, they I understand that. No I get it. it. I, they, I get it. They make the right decision all the time, and they still get fucking pasted. Of course the they. And do. then when they when they do something really dumb, and they uh, they run somebody like Jamel Hill, you know, they they completely swerve in the other direction. So they. It, these guys yeah. can't figure out what's going yeah, on. They overcompensate, right? They're bad drivers very often. <laughs> right, so, it's, so he's on he's on TV and, and radio and probably all their platforms as as uh, you know, really one of the major faces of ESPN. And at the same time, he is writing and communicating all this stuff to to Bruce Allen, who is running the uh, Washington Redskins. Yeah. Can I still say Redskins? He, oh, they and by the, the way, wait, they can I go on an off ramp right. here for just a second? Sure. Okay. This is this is a long-standing thing that we we bring up about once a year. Why the fuck do we still get Washington football games on Sunday oh, here, prioritized yeah. over other? I mean, now the Panthers have been around now thirty-five years. Okay, yeah. there is no connection to whatever that was. Back when, by the way, racism was more overt in the National League. Now we know it's under the surface a little bit more. Um, as if there are who, – who's sitting there going, hmm, you know, there's three games on this weekend. Panthers are on. and Oh, the Redskins aren't on. I'm not going to watch those other two games. Shit, I hate Kansas City. I hate what Tampa Oh, we got, wait a minute. We've got this sweet Redskins-Jaguars matchup. Let's go and throw that on at 1 yeah. o'clock. Everybody wants yeah. to see that. Yeah, yeah. Anyway. That's just a. That's just a. By the way, that's just a an, an off ramp. Joe Gibbs, thing. of course, the head coach of the Redskins during their heyday, eighty one years old. Eighty one years oh, old. Just uh, throw that in there. Yeah. Is, is he still doing uh, the uh, the car ownership thing? I think and he's he still, still active. Yeah. 
I Good think he's still doing some of that stuff. So yes, Good. Gruden Good was him. writing. Uh, we left you at Gruden was writing emails to Bruce Allen. Yeah, um, and he's going off on players kneeling during the national anthem. Yeah. And Roger Goodell is no, a, Britt, it, You can't it, think of a right wing culture war. It's the worst. issue that he didn't touch on. It's the worst on the on the wrong Every side time, of, of everything. Yeah, and every time anybody would ever attack me over the Raiders being a garbage organization, it's the most. It's one of the most progressive franchises in the league, and I've I've spelled that out. Not anymore. <laughs> and now they <laughs> lost this, that one. This asshole. Who <laughs> look, you're in the same position that John Madden and Tom Flores were in. You were in that same position. You have a responsibility. Those are two Hall of Famers. John Madden's a fucking national treasure. Tom Flores just won the National Football League, first Brit. Hispanic coach in league history. You're you, in that you same position, and you're out there hating on everything Stop. that is anything. And Jesus that, Christ. That, that That's about as effective as saying that Donald Trump, why didn't you realize that you were no. living in the same place, working in the I same don't. job, that George Washington and Abe Lincoln, why did you behave that way? I it expect, doesn't work that way, Britt. I expect anything way. out of anybody more than I expect anything out of Donald Trump. And again, I expect John Gruden just to lean into this. Go get flown up to Jersey or Mar-a-Lago and have dinner with that fat fuck, that fat orange fuck, and you guys can talk about how small your dicks are and how white people are getting killed in America. I, that's what I want. To, I'm 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 surprised that that Gruden wasn't anti-vax. I, I'm sure he was. I'm surprised that he wasn't out there screaming about the uh, anti-vax shit about how uh, Brit, Joe Biden's trying to kill America with a vaccine. I, I I believe the only problem that you uh, that you just met with what you just said is we just don't know yet, and we yeah. can assume <laughs> that that what you're right is true. By the same by the way, same thing with Mark Robinson who by definition has to be radical on yeah. the government shouldn't tell anybody to get a vaccine. Has to be. Go- right? He has yeah. to be five steps to the right of everybody on that because he's about freedom. He's about freedom uh, here in North Carolina. And here he is, you know, a completely blubberous, overweight, uh, high-risk uh, fat guy and minority uh, who – needs the vaccination as much as anybody. And uh, if he does have it and doesn't say so, then that just puts him in that category of frauds who are either agnostic about their own vaccination status and uh, refuse to uh, use the, the, the power or whatever authority they supposedly have to encourage other people to get it. Or he really isn't vaccinated and, uh, you know, we wish him well on the uh, ventilator, which may have to be uh, uh, powered by a, a Ferrari engine because he probably has needs a little bit more power to, to, to breathe. <laughs> Was that mean? Did I just go over the line but there? You can't be serious yeah. in that the Republican Party in North Carolina is truly distancing themselves from Mark Robinson. I mean, it's it's, it's they are. They're, yes, they are. It's the faintest way, Brad. It's the most fake, and it's the most it's the most minimal way. Oh, that's I don't think bad. So. You guys stop so. doing that. Mm-mm. No, come Mm-mm. on. Get out of that, my Brit, face that, with that Brit, stuff. Brit, they haven't even said that. They haven't even done that. And they, they know, did. no, they they know that he is a a a, a toxic thing. How that, is he toxic? They don't. They don't, Brit. They don't gain votes by going with Mark Robinson. What is what is what he's saying? Second. Wait, wait a minute. What what is what he's saying so different than what Donald Trump is saying? It's not that different. And they're pledging their allegiance to Donald jo- allegiance to Donald John Trump. 
that it's not quite that. I mean, he's going a little far with the homophobic stuff. Trump doesn't isn't overtly out there on that stuff, but it's not that different than the Donald Trump that they're pledging allegiance to support in 2024. I know, but but if if we can just not for one second use Trump as you just did with John Gruden. You were just comparing Gruden to Trump. I, I That's use... different. They're both guys with formerly blonde hair. <laughs> There's not there. They can't distance themselves from Mark Robinson. They they can't, and they no, love I, what he's no, doing. I, I know they really can't, but they they try through their silence. And of course, silence is complicity. Silence of it is. is complicity. Of it is. <laughs> okay. So if the Democrats, everyone from from Roy Cooper. You know, down to the, uh, the the first person to uh, vote Democratic at age 18 right now uh, knows what Mark Robinson is and what he's all about. Um, plus the uh, slice of quote unquote normal Republicans in this state who don't want to have that much to do with Mark Robinson either. And that's a small slice. But you add that together with the Democrats and uh, you don't have any kind of a majority at all. You don't have an electable so what you're uh, saying, what you're amendment. saying is the, the Republican excuse for Mark Robinson is, hey, you didn't hear me jumping on board and saying amen to that guy. So obviously Absolutely. I disagree with that. And you're right. But that's, that's what they do. That, that, but you're that's right. Bull, that, that's that's what they do. That, right. I mean, you're right. He is saying yeah. what they would like to say. <laughs> yeah. But true. he is such an unfiltered goof, an unfiltered oaf, uh, and, and, and thinks that uh, America has been waiting for a uh, larger version of Archie Bunker as a politician who doesn't realize what he's saying, and, and that'll work because the Trump example always is out there for for uh, uh, Republican whack job. And but the, all we've said, all of us for, for months and months now, is nobody can do Trump's act. They all may try, but they can't do it. At the same time, they want and need his endorsement they need him to not be against them. Right. So you you are correct, and I hope you're so right about this, that it's it's too much catnip for Trump to be quiet about this. I mean, in fact, Trump is probably agonizing right now. Who do I jump in for more quickly now, Mark Robinson or John Gruden? Which one? Which one? Why can't it's got to be we, tough for him. Well, you can fly them both in. I don't understand. Well, I yeah. mean, you have to have a very large table to fit Mark Robinson there. But you, you, they can get one, and they would have all three of them sitting there and take the picture with their big thumbs up and all this other shit. Uh, you know, they can, they can do all uh, that. That's that's the that's the picture of the decade. If that one it's happens, the, it's the it's the dream scenario. But yeah, I mean, they can't they can't truly. There's no way because this is your Frankenstein monster in a lot of ways. Mark Robinson is the North Carolina Republican Party's wet dream. They can't acknowledge it, but yeah, he fights all of the culture wars. He says all of the right shit. All of the shit that you've ever heard coming from Fox News is vomited out of this guy's mouth. And now it's like, uh, uh, yeah, I don't know. Um, that stuff about the gay stuff, I didn't join in on that. So obviously I'm not, I'm not part of that. You well, can't how, do how that. But, but wait, what, what you bring up, though, is possibly able to be spun as advantageous to Republicans because as long as they keep themselves really pretty separate from him, okay? Because remember, lieutenant governor, it's, it's a weird position to begin with in North Carolina. It is. No, one, no one really aspires to it. It's largely and ceremonial. It's largely a that's ceremonial right. position. That's right. And, if the governor gets and, shot, then we've got an issue, but that hasn't happened in a while. 
Right. And, and then, uh, remember, I mean, the rest of every position at that, you know, secretary of state, attorney general, this is a democratic state at the wide state level in state government, except for him, except for Mark Robinson. And, and, you know, we don't have enough time to go back to the election last year to figure out how the fuck did uh, Roy Cooper, the Democrat, get reelected and uh, somehow not not enough of those same people voted for the Democrat running for lieutenant governor. And this this goofball out of nowhere who's done nothing in his life except make one speech that went viral on on what TikTok or or, or, or Twitter about too, and I don't even remember what what was it about when he did Second, that? it was it was about it was about the goddamn gun show and the mayor saying that after right. the you know after the shooting that she probably maybe it's not a great idea to have a gun show right. here at the Coliseum and this asshole gets up there in front of the city council and goes off on the second amendment and and goes through every stupid ass talking point that you've ever heard your entire life there wasn't an original thought in there and he screams and he blusters and I'm surprised he didn't have a stroke but he he's up there and he becomes you know the new Ben Carson because that's that's how you know that's how Ben Carson got his position right. and became this cause celeb in the Republican Party. Right, but 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 you know, to me, this is actually more. It's disgusting. terrible. This is even more of an example of why there should. And again, I'm not being literal here, but I'm speaking with you know with you and why there should be no social media, because th- <laughs> this can't be. This cannot be the way that a person ultimately gets elevated to the second highest office in one of the 50 states of the United States. It just, it just can't be. And by the way, it's it's equally horrible that someone was elevated to the presidency of the United States because they were on a, a, a show where you know, he fired meatloaf, okay? Yeah, and people yeah. thought he was a great business legitimate yeah. decisive guy who who uh, could could run rings around everybody because he was a financial wizard okay but i mean yeah as you know we we sadly compare everything to 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 trump but just here with this mark robinson it's horrible that is horrible and then the next step that he got on the ballot he he, you know, he won what the primary uh, because he had name recognition because of a stupid little moment where he rants about guns and the next thing he's the lieutenant governor of this state. It, it's but it's you're just right. horrible. It's just I'm, horrible. I'm hoping that the inherent racism of the Republican party does went out and this guy is eventually shoved aside. I think that's, I think you're onto the right track there. Eventually they do figure out, Oh, he is black. And and they, they shove, he's serious. They had this, noticed that. <laughs> yeah. It's oh man, that guy. Cause it, it, it's very helpful for the Republican party, you know, to have him. He provides a lot of cover. Right. They, they do this on Fox News all the time when they'll get a black guy on there to bitch about Joe Biden. Right. And they all oh, provides cover. You can't call well, us racist. Look right, at us. Right, but, How awesome right, but, are we? Right. But he's destined if he and I'm not watching that much Fox. So I don't know. He's destined to be a go to guest on that sure. network all the sure. time. Of course. Right. I mean, he could be like Lindsey Graham. They could be talking to him about everything. Well, and within the state of North a- Carolina, he holds no sway. Nobody listens to a fucking thing he says. And the only time he ever uh, uh, makes the headlines is for all these stupid, dumb things that he says. He doesn't do anything. But you can see, you can bypass the uh, old cliche because it doesn't really apply anymore. All politics is local. No, it is not. All politics is national until yeah. proven otherwise. 
because yeah. that's all that matters is getting on TV. You and, mentioned and Lindsey Graham. On Hannity. Yeah. You, you mentioned yeah. Lindsey Graham, and they should have the two, you know, have them on together on Fox News and have him talk about that filth stuff and just see how uncomfortable Lindsey gets. Uh, uh, I'm not sure. I got to go. I have, I have another golf game with the president, the former yeah. president. I got I to get out. That'd be nice. But he's always yeah. yeah I, 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 there. There's no distancing. This guy's dreadful, and he continues to double and triple down on stuff. And he's not really rebuked by the the Republican Party. But again, at some point in time, they'll find it very convenient. The Republican Party is to kind of brush him aside. He's not going to be the nominee for governor in 2024. He just isn't. They're not going to allow that to happen. Really? But if you he know is, that. but please, please, if you want to do it, Republican Party in North Carolina, please make this the guy. I want well, I, you to please run this hey, guy. I don't, I don't know what the office. rules are. Hang on. I don't know what the rules are, but they may not be able to stop him. This is a guy whose okay, ambition is right. all about himself. He's not He's not there to represent the Republican Party or whatever the fuck it is in this state, which is, you know, the but same then, nihilistic again, uh, group but, but again, of, they, of bandits use, that are. But elsewhere. they'll use the machinations and the machinery of the Republican Party to run another guy who's going to be white. Uh, against him and try to push that guy past Mark Robinson. That's and, and guess what? I have news for you. People don't listen to what, quote, the party wants anymore. <laughs> they love electing people who are mavericks, who don't uh, listen to what the party bosses yeah. tell them. How's that and that is out? Democrats How, and Republicans. How's that working out? Where is where is Sarah Palin today? Is she in the White House not, signing bills? Brent, Cause, I'm, I'm, not, I'm not saying yeah. that, that it works every time. Please. I'm not saying that you automatically get elected, but in please terms of let bypassing, Mark Robinson be, please let him be the nominee for governor in 2024. Please let that happen, Republican Party. If you can get behind that guy, that would be the dream scenario because he's mm. he's an absolute disaster. He's a walking absolute disaster. All right, let's play a what if game. Let's play a this is not not going to happen. It can't happen. It won't happen. But based on the the heat around this guy's name right now. Mm publicity he's getting the pushback he is getting from the entire democratic universe in mm -hmm. north carolina and beyond all the way up to to joe biden right everyone's had something to say about him um if he tomorrow said you know what you know it'd be a good gig for me u.s senator yeah okay and, yeah. and, you know, Pat McCrory and Ted Budd and Mark Walker, those are the three guys, uh, former Governor McCrory, uh, Congressman Ted Budd, endorsed by Trump himself. That's right. And, and Mark Walker, former congressman who, That's who, right. uh, who, who left the building because he was getting gerrymandered in reverse. He said, I'm leaving. Yeah. No, you want me. You want me, the plain spoken. Go Do for you it. Not, I believe he could get the Republican nomination. For senator, this fall, that's tough. This fall coming that's up, that's tough. That's tough because Daddy already told the Republican voters to go for Ted Budd, so they're going to be yeah. And, and, yeah and by the way, yes, Donald Trump has never been known to <laughs> to uh, switch his loyalties because he is as loyal a person. Oh, I love his word is as good as gold. He would never change. I'd love for him to leave that, that loser Ted Budd on the side of the road and throw yeah. all of his support behind Mark Robinson. I think that'd be fantastic. Yeah. I, I think that'd but, be wonderful. I mean, but, his support. By the way, Donald Trump's support is for sale to the highest bidder. If Mark Robinson gets some sort of donor behind him to throw a bunch of money in Trump to get him on board, Donald Trump will switch horses. Absolutely. Yeah, That'll 100% happen. Who Donald knows? Trump's who a, he, he, you know, it's the old joke. Donald Trump's a whore. We're just trying to negotiate price yeah. at this point. Yeah. All right. Let's go. Let's go back to Gruden here for a yes. second. Because 
because this is way bigger now than just him. He's yeah. You know, oh, wait a he, minute. He, he, I have to go through the other jokes. We're used to as a Raiders fan, we're used to our play on the field being the national joke. That's what we're used to being. But now this is apparently, the, of course, the national punchline, which it should be. Hmm. Um, this reverberates way beyond just the Raiders and, and, mm. and John Gruden and the rest. I mean, this is a whole league-wide thing because the the NFL has spent the last you know, several decades um, pretending to diversify, whether it's in uh, coaching hires. You know, they, they make one step forward, then they take two steps back. You know, one year there'll be two or three minority coaches Next yeah. thing you know, five years later, they're back down to one again. They just can't yeah. find any other minority right. coaches that are that are suitable to coach losing teams in the NFL. Because remember, at least half of them are, are losers every year. Some of Correct. them perennial losers, but the, <laughs> that's true. Um, the better uh, and uh, the the statistics. I think that the NFL put out itself that forty seven percent of football fans who watch, and I think there's like one hundred seventy million people. When they're poll, say they're foot, so that's more than half the. I'm a football fan. Forty-seven percent of those people are women, so they've done a good. I mean, you see the commercials all the time. It's the women wearing the NFL jerseys, and the, and the, I mean, they they did that. They did diversify at least on the surface. Mm -hmm. But uh, you're not a player. I'm not a player. If you're a, a a a black athlete in the NFL, you're not quite so dazzled by the PR strategy by what you, you see in public service announcements or, or uh, community outreach that may be done in, in each city by, by a, a few players here or there. Because for the most part, for the most part, as we've learned with the John Gruden emails, there is uh, still at some level with some people a, a very, very horrendous old-style brand of racism yeah. that is so deep and so entrenched and by the way is impossible to to ferret out just by assuming well if we just look at everybody's emails over the last yeah you know, i mean what's going to happen does is everybody have to show their cards here on how they've been communicating with each other uh is there going to be a is there going to be the i hate to use the w word witch hunt uh, throughout the league to to quote clean themselves. I don't know. Well, you're I don't almost know you're almost trying it. to play the barstool uh, card on this, like because I'm I'm hearing various like oh, it was ten years ago. Okay, what period of time would make it not okay? Five, three, six. How how tall do you have to be to ride the right? Yeah, there needs to be a, a, a looking at at what people right. have said. If you were that awful in all of your communications and you felt right. very comfortable talking about black people's lips and about being as awful as you were. Yeah. I mean, I I'm sorry. That comes from your heart. That's not something that changes, you know, in the 10 years since I wrote that thing about the black guy's huge lips, I've really had time to reflect. No, that's a no sale. And, and I saw somebody said that Randy Moss was actually in tears about this. These are guys in the locker room. You're asked to sacrifice your health, years off your life, possibly your memory. And all you want to know is that the guy who's in charge and telling you to go out there and go run through a wall cares about you. And if you think he's some plantation master, which is what looks like John Gruden was, let's just be real about that. 
I don't want to do that. If if he if he thinks you are a piece of property worth three fifths of a human being, I don't want to do that. So yeah, I think it's it's perfectly fine to go. I need to know kind of what's in your heart, sir. As you're making ten million bucks a year for me to go out there and sacrifice my future, yeah, I think that's completely appropriate. And again, as you know, we are in these times where you got to pick a side. You get th there's no agnosticism on any of this shit. They've kind of come. They pulled back. They got the guys not to kneel during the national anthem. We've got them calmed down for now. But you know, there's some very serious issues out there, and I need to know exactly where you stand on it. You know that I don't think that's unrealistic at all. I think Gruden, however, may be, I can't say this for sure because I don't know, he really may be an extremely special case. He oh. may be, and I, I, I don't think it would be fair, I really don't think it would be fair to ascribe the John Gruden brand of racism league-wide or with other people because – just, just like with and, and you and I listen uh, to to Gilbert Gottfried's podcast all the time. Uh, one of the recurring names that always comes up is Jerry Lewis. All right, yeah. and with yeah. Jerry Lewis, half the people will say he was just a complete prick. He was an asshole, and then the other people, the other group, will say he was nice to me. He was great to me. Now with John Gruden. I don't think there are a lot of people who are stepping forward even today. To say, you know what? He was great to me. I think he was thought of as an asshole mm. by just about everybody. Mm, and, and therefore you go, well, why did they hire him? And of course, because he had one Super Bowl ring and he sounded like he knew what he was saying on TV. There's a good reason to hire someone. People yeah. on TV who sound like they know what they're doing, they're always the best. How did, the how, did Donald Trump, how did Donald Trump right. pick his cabinet? I mean, gee, Larry right. Kudlow and all these yeah, others. That's right. Yeah, so <laughs> I'm on TV. Oh. Right. I mean, come on. Right, right. Okay, so 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 in other words, let's just pick let's just pick a, a name as, as close to us as possible here in the NFL. Uh, uh, Matt Rule is the coach of the Carolina Panthers. Right. Seems to me to be a fully 100% upstanding guy. Sure. No no issues of that sort and the owner of the Panthers at least these days they did get rid of the plantation owner who yes. who uh who uh, started the team and and owned it for for 32 33 years. Yeah, Gary but Richardson. they 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 took down his statue so now I don't even know who he is. Right. They, they, right. So it doesn't matter, right? He never existed. <laughs> but 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 David David Tepper the the uh owner and he may be the richest owner in the league now. I'm pretty sure he he is. Probably. Um, yeah. you know, he is he is a Jewish liberal from mm -hmm. Pittsburgh who has uh, donated his time and money to to uh, every cause that that you and I might think that's good. That's good yeah. stuff right. that he does. And um, um, you know, the Panthers, they're not the L.A. Raiders, oh, I couldn't, there it is, I did it, yeah, the yeah, Las yeah. Vegas Raiders. You, you were two um, stops behind. Two stops behind, <laughs> yeah. <laughs> um, and and I, I think, you know, most teams are, are that way too, but that doesn't mean that, you know, you've got assistant coaches, you've got trainers, you've got people who've been part of the league for, for a long time. Maybe behind people's backs, that's how they were too. And then if you have 70% of your workforce being minority, You've got a toxic brew there that if 
confidence isn't restored. And by the way, who better to restore confidence than Roger Goodell? Mm-hmm. Okay, a guy who's managed to to uh, fumble the ball more than Ernest Biner running into the end zone for the Cleveland Browns. At the- sorry, sorry, sorry. I'm, I'm oh, still I'm still back. shaken by that. <laughs> the fumble, the fumble. Well, you, but you know that conversation is taking place in offices around the NFL. Like, if there's any emails or any missives that you've ever sent to anyone oh, where you've slurred, well, let's run down the list: women, homosexuals, Jews, uh, Norwegians. Uh, yeah. you, know, you need to fucking let me know right now because you, so we can delete them <laughs> so we can get rid of them. This needs to happen so that we can talk right now because we got, you know, we got it. And, and, and by the way, the NFL, as you've seen, they're all in on this social change. They've got the end racism stuff yeah, in the end zone. Right. They've got, so saying. you can't be half-assing this. You right. can't be like, Hey, we're kind of up there. Cause this part of, let's be honest about this. Part of those slogans that are on the helmets in the end zone was to appeal, appease these guys so that they would please, please, please stop kneeling during the national anthem. Please, please, please. We'll do whatever. We'll put, we'll, we'll put an MLK sticker on your helmet. We'll do whatever it takes to get you to stop kneeling during the national anthem. I I, I did run by as I was looking to, to read up on this. Of course, uh, the, the Tucker Carlson founded daily caller. He's not there anymore. He doesn't work for them anymore, he, but but, but uh, that that's his DNA all over that piece of shit. Oh, and thanks for that they, image. I right, really they, appreciate they, that. They, 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 went, they went hard and heavy and, and went through the story. Oh, and oh, and my stop. guess is if, if I was a right-wing conservative asshole on TV or radio right now, I would, I would just say it this way. So, NFL... Just tell us how woke you really are. Oh, uh, God. This what are they going to say? This what is not, this was not a hard call. Like you said, the, the criticism is going to be this should have happened five days ago, which is fine. And you can go through that and say that Mark Davis should have fired him or whatever. This is, this is, there's some hard calls in life. There's some easy, this is an easy well, call. Well, but, but the, the, the story now isn't just, you know, when was it? it it's what, what happened. It, it's, that's, that's a procedural question. That's It's that's completely legitimate question. for somebody from 10 years ago who was using slurs like that and felt comfortable enough to spread them around and put him, put them in writing. If oh. you feel comfortable enough to communicate that, put it in writing and email it the stuff, then you're a piece of shit. I'm sorry. And you can't but, but, in 10 years... I, I I traveled to Johannesburg and I saw the light and I'm a different person now. You know, fuck you. No, that's not the case. I'm sorry. But Britt, you, you forgot the time-tested winner here. Ready? You know, that was during John Gruden's youthful years. He was only 48 then. <laughs> he was a youthful. No. I mean, he youthful was indiscretion. Youthful indiscretion, right? I'm not. I'm not even going to talk. I mean, I don't even think yeah. there's a due diligence thing here. If they were able to, you know, these things just got dug up out of whatever. I I don't bl- I I honestly I, I was never in favor of him being hired back as the head coach. I thought Jack Del Rio was doing a pretty good job with the team, but okay, we'll roll with this guy. Now it's turned out to be a flaming pile of shit rolling down the hill. There's no other way to describe it. It's terrible. It's a national punchline, and I I always was proud of that organization for being very progressive, and now. As you say, that's gone up in flames. That's just death. I hope none of this actually sticks to the organization. But again, I'm being extremely naive. Hopefully, I mean, be- maybe I'll tell you the only the only way they pull themselves out of this one. They need to hire as their next head coach Barack Obama. That might help. <laughs> <laughs> 
but I don't I don't think it would. It, uh, yeah. it might not even do the trick. Here's here's what we got. Uh, Brock as head coach, Michelle as assistant. We're good. Everybody, everybody, fine. Uh, all forgiven. We're good here in Vegas. Yeah, I. It, and again, for for all these assholes that are trying to defend this and see this as a cause celebrity to lift up white, just shut up, boy. Just, just what, shut the yeah, fuck if, up. If, 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 if you get on this train, God okay, damn, really? It, 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 again, it, it brings up that eternal question that it always revolves back to what happened with Trump, which is as as revelation after gaffe after racist tro- after everything that would happen, and we would say, "Well, he can't survive this. You got to get rid of him." And after the uh, Access Hollywood tape, or as it's more popularly known and mis fucked up by ever the Hollywood Access tape. Uh, hear it all the time i love hollywood access. they always call it the hollywood access tape it's access hollywood tape. <laughs> that, 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 that was it it was over you know people threw rinse priebus threw in the towel yeah, all right yeah. they all threw in the towel they did um on trump and we would keep asking well, so what would it take for republicans to abandon trump and the answer we found out later was nothing 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 okay? there's nothing so this is so the equivalent response here by the NFL. If Donald Trump was the commissioner of the league and ran the NFL the way he ran the country and ran his campaign and ran his life, would be to stand behind John Gruden. Okay, it would be to stand behind him and and say that was 10 years ago. He's not that kind of guy now. Shut up. We got a game Sunday. That, so again, that's not going to happen. It didn't happen. It wouldn't happen. Um, but it shows how crazy it was when it did happen in the political realm with the excuses, with the ignoring of what Trump did day after day, month after month, year after year. Okay, so bottom line, the NFL, not quite as bad as the Republican Party. How about well, that? <laughs> we have to make comparisons here. I hope because, that's not the standard. Right, right. Is, is, is the NFL going to stick with Grudenism? No. No. No, it was not their not. thing. It really wasn't. No. Uh, should, yeah. should the Republican Party stick with it? But, but, again, the, the analogy is, is this. The reason, remember the reason that people stick with Trump within the Republican world. It's because they're afraid of the voters. They're afraid they're going to get primary. They're going to, they're afraid they're going to lose their, their job in politics elected to whatever it is that they're elected to. And that's only because there is support from a voting standpoint by enough people that politicians are afraid of that. I feel pretty secure in saying that John Gruden does not have uh, voter support, fan support, public support. So he's gone. Well, so, the NFL, the NFL is not able to game the system with, with you know, fa- fan suppression enough. Right. To, to, they can't, you know, right? They can't, they, they can't, can't turn that. his words around. They can't change it. They can't say he never said that. Right. They can't deny that he said that. And they, they, not, they can't do do. Any I was going to say there's not really a, a, a channel that would completely like defend him, but but I guess Barstool really is going to be the the mouthpiece for defending John Gruden, excusing his bad behavior. So maybe John Gruden does have like a 24 hour channel where he'll be defended and and everything else will be minimized and everything else. Yeah, but um, um yeah. So the, the NFL. I, I wanted to finish up on this note because I was looking at this story. I don't want to get. We can't get too far into this about. The Southwest CEO says zero flights were canceled due to the vaccine protests. He blames Biden for the the requirements and stuff like that. They've had 
all kinds of problems with Southwest okay, can Airlines. I, wait, wait, stop, stop the music here. I'm just looking yeah. at the headline. All right. Yeah. You want to before before you tell me what they wrote? And this fucking mediaite. Here we go again. There's all right. Off. I saw the interview with Gary Kelly. Okay. Of 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 Southwest. All right. And, and he was on um, the uh, the nine o'clock hour with 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 Kramer and uh, David Faber and Carl Kitania. And they grilled him pretty hard. They did not let him up off the mat, okay? But to his credit, guess what? He showed up. Mark yeah. Zuckerberg. Kelly showed up. Yeah. Okay? All right. That That's the first thing. But, okay, so he showed up. Now, did he lie? Did he try to pretend that what happened didn't happen or that you're crazy for bringing up the fact that the couple thousand flights? <laughs> no, he didn't do that. He did not do that. And they asked him from five different directions, five different directions. Was this about pilots revolting because of the vaccine mandate? And Southwest does not even have one. They do not have one for their pilots. They should. I think that's the problem. They really should, but they don't. And um, I really do think after listening to him and listening to other uh, airline analysts, Southwest had has a business model the way they fly that's different from all the other airlines. All the other airlines have the where they send everybody to Atlanta or Charlotte mm-hmm. or mm-hmm. Dallas and distribute it. And when you have a fuck up in that situation, it's much easier to regain your feet when flights get canceled because everything is in point to point. Southwest, there are no hubs like that. They don't do it that way. You go from point to point, and they're overweighted in Florida really heavily. I mean, they, they just dominate Florida. Because a lot of and, people in Florida and, are overweight, so that's how and, that works. Exactly, exactly. I've been and, in favor of corporations. In, I've never been in favor right. of corporations imposing that kind of mandate, Kelly told CNBC. I'm not in favor of that, never have been. But right. the executive order from President Biden mandates that all federal employees and all federal contractors, which covers all major airlines, have to have a vaccine mandate in place by December the 8th. That's, That's right. That's the quote. Right. So, so Southwest is under the same federal mandate by association because since airlines use airports, mm-hmm. which are federally funded and have, mm-hmm. in effect, federal workers um, uh, doing maintenance and, and, and keeping the airports running, yes, they have to have their, their uh, uh, employees vaccinated. So it's not on him. But he's not any different than United or American or Delta. That's the point. So it would make no sense to say that suddenly the Southwest pilots are acting differently than the United pilots or the Delta pilots uh, or the American. It, it just it didn't happen that way. But guess who got involved? I don't know if this is in that story or not. I haven't read it. Guess who threw his weight into the story? Donald Trump Jr. He's the oh, one that fucking God. tweeted out that thank it was God. a strike by the pilots yeah. over the onerous vaccine mandate. That tells you everything you need to know. Southwest, which, of course, you know, has had really kind of the best reputation in the entire airline industry. They really have. Um, again, you can build up something over decades, 30, 40, 50 years, and lose it in a day. Have they lost their goodwill with the public over this? I don't know. I think most people in this case are willing to certainly not say, I'm never flying Southwest again. Of course, most people don't have a choice. 
there's only a few places in the country where you have a couple different airlines that fly the same route. So you're, you're kind of stuck anyway. Um, the, and that's become now that's become sort of this thing that you have various right wingers that are praising the Southwest pilot walking out when in fact they didn't walk out. That's not of course. what's happened. And, and, they, and what, yeah, yeah. So why did that? Why did that just happen? Because they want it to be that way. They want right. it to be that way. It, it can't just be. Yeah, that tells you everything you need to know. That's Trump, everything. right wingers praise anti-vax Southwest pilot. They're not anti-vax. <laughs> Jesus Christ. They're no more anti-vax than so, any other group of people who are arrogant and think they're God. And pilots, of course, for the most dude, part, are arrogant okay. and think they're God. But, so the okay. uh, the question I would ask you, and I was kind of noodling over this one, if Donald Trump had been reelected, do you think you would see as much resistance among conservatives to the vaccine, or do you think that they would see getting that vaccine as being a favor to their boy? They have to do it for the president. we got to go out and get this shot. That You know what? That That's a coin flip. Yeah, um, th that's a coin flip because um, opposition to Dr. Fauci, of course, predated the election. It was still there. Opposition to medical expertise has been there for, for forever, not just with the coronavirus yeah. vaccine. And I, I don't think that that uh, the, the Donald Trump would have suddenly become this this spokesperson for responsible vaccination. No, but if he sees and, himself as I mean, getting credit for the vaccine and he's in office, he can rally his people and say, you're, you're going to do this for me. This is another thing you need to do for me. If we get vaccinated, I get credit for this, and, and I, I've beaten it, and this is another great he, feather in my cap. You don't, boy, you don't I, see it? I don't, I don't know. I, I don't know how he would pull that 180 because, remember, well, leading got, up to the, the election – Right. Le leading up to the election, as the vaccine was developed, and I don't know, you, I, I don't have an answer. You might be right. You might be right. Which, um, And this is where both sides are not the same. For the people who are like, oh, the left does this and the right, and they're all the same. There if, if that would have been the case, and there would have been a drive to a lot of conservatives, like there would have been no liberals going, I'm not going to fucking get that shot because it helps out Donald Trump. I'm right. not getting it. Fuck that is you. the truth. Yeah. So, I mean, that's yeah, you're not. right. No, you're, 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 you know what? It would be sad. It would be pathetic. It would be horrible if you were right. And yeah. you might be that that's what it might have taken right. to slice off another 10 or 15% of the vaccine refuseniks for Trump. Isn't that a, isn't that a political action committee? Vaccine <laughs> refuseniks for Trump um, <laughs> to have uh, uh, gone out and, and gotten vaccinated. Uh, if all the Fox News people were on board, if they were the leading, leading vaccine proponents, right, uh, for the last eight months, instead of doing what they have been doing, would there be a higher vaccination rate nationally? Yeah, there probably would have. You're 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 talking me into this, yeah. and and it's ridiculous. It's absurd. It it's is. completely stupid. Because you're right. I I, I certainly. I know you thought, but most of us were thinking the same thing when that news broke. And it's been about a year since we first learned yeah. that there really was a vaccine. That should be an anniversary. You know, well, that he was, he was pissed because they, they held back the idea. Remember that was one of his, his list of grievances was they held back the news of the vaccine until after the election and it didn't help him out. And he was all pissed about that. Remember that whole deal. Right. right. So we're, all right, so we're closing in on a year of that. And I don't recall for one minute, 
ever thinking, and I think I speak for for every rational person in the country, thinking, um, boy, when that vaccine comes out, I'm going to get it or I'm not going to get it based on who wins the presidential election. I'm, I'm waiting to decide. I mean, that, that's crazy. It turns out that a lot of people did at a certain level, whether they know it or not, use that as the criteria by which they decided to get vaccinated or not vaccinated. And not only that, like so many other things, uh, they were hoodwinked and they were lied to and they acted against their own interests because here's the guy who they demanded should have gotten more credit for uh, helping to fund the vaccine operation warp speed, which, okay, we'll pretend for just a second that no other president would have thrown lots of money and resources into getting a vaccine if they were president uh, back in early 2020, right? No other. Okay. We'll pretend for a second that he deserves some level of special credit uh, for that. That being said, where was the vaccine resistance movement all the way through the development of it till the moment that we found out it was real? Was it, but was it, was it there? Were people saying uh, in April or May of 2020, when things were at their worst, right? When we really had a bad surge, it was terrible. You know, we're losing three, 4,000 people a week. Were they saying before the vaccine, you know, if it comes out in six months, I'm definitely not going to get it because it will not have been tested enough. I will Ugh. need to do more research on it myself. No, they were not saying that. Stop. They were not saying that. So uh, now, as, I, as we sound this out, I think you may be 100% right because yeah. it was the election of Joe Biden that hardened the cement. Of course. It hardened the cement. And you made mean it Joe easy. Biden stealing the election from the duly elected Donald Trump? That's what you mean. Without, to say. It goes without saying. It goes <laughs> yeah, without saying. Of yeah, yeah, of course. So, uh, <laughs> yeah. So, would America be better off? Uh, this is the horrible question. Would America be better off in total if Donald Trump had been reelected? Had the vaccine refuseniks not become as adamant and, and, and ugly as they were, there would have been no January 6th. There would have been, you know, had, yeah. had Trump won yeah. fair and square, had he, had well, he won. Essentially, uh, but, but, what you're so, saying is, yeah, you would have tamped down the resistors for at least a little. You would have delayed them actually attacking people for a little while longer because they were still terrorists yeah. and they were still going to do something. But they would have been appeased by their boys' reelection. So, yeah I'm, yeah, I'm not willing to go that far if America would have been better. I'll, I'll take the trade. I'll take the trade. Well, I know. <laughs> oh, of course. Of, of, of course here. Um uh, Even with my three dollar and thirteen cent a gallon gas in North Carolina, oh my God, it's the end of the world. It's three dollars and thirteen. I don't know what to do. Jesus 